Hey guys, you're listening to Leaving a Legacy. This is John Kerman, and you're listening to Leaving a Legacy. Hi, this is PJ Butler, and you're listening to Leaving a Legacy. This is Kyle, and you're listening to Leaving a Legacy. Hey, this is Jim. We're leaving a Legacy. Got a mouthful of meat. Um, oh, wait. That's not what I meant. Don't put that on there. Now we take you to the Red Room, where round one parents have been posted. Welcome to Leaving a Legacy. This is Matthew Trickster. This is Monday. Uh, if it got posted up on time and shit. But with me is two guys that you guys are more familiar with hearing. So, <laughs> how you doing, Pat? I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm doing. I'm doing. I don't know. And how you doing, Jerry? I'm doing good. Thanks for joining us, AJ. It's always nice having a guest on the cast. <laughs> a pleasure for you guys to have me on. Yeah. I've been trying to get Mondays to happen for a while now. Every Monday, Pat's got to put the boys to bed and wash his hair. <laughs> so I'll tell you, man, I'm feeling better now than I have in the last, like, month or so, because I've been sick for... Yeah, you a, sound better. <laughs> I've been sick for a solid month. Uh, I ended up having to break down and go to the doctor. My wife made me. And it was Did a, they give you penicillin for that STD? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. All, Pat, all down my throat. Pat, how many times do I have to tell you that Dr. McGillicuddy is not a real doctor? <laughs> you play any Legacy lately, Adrian? I haven't seen you around the shops. Uh, have you been to the shops? No. Oh, okay. Then <laughs> that's that's probably why I haven't seen them. <laughs> well, there's two reasons, actually. I haven't been to the shops myself. I keep trying. It's, it's weird, too, because I'm like, Tuesday nights, I should go down to fucking ICE. I wanted to head down to ICE Imports. I still want to go meet up with Celso down at ICE Imports. And then... You know, usually every week I'm like, all right, so we record Monday, and you go, no, we're gonna record Tuesday, and then Tuesday I'm like, fuck, now I got something else to do, damn it. So, I, um, it looks like, it seems like the most convenient thing for me to do is try to play Wednesdays up in Westboro, and I just don't want to put tin fins down. So like, now everybody there is, <laughs> has kind of seen it. The last time I went there, I think I took second place or some fucking thing. Nice. Uh, well, or you could come to Pandemonium in Cambridge on Thursdays with me. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, uh, you want to come pick me up? <laughs> Considering I, I go there from work, not not that much. <laughs> this, is the, this is the first time I can actually go to a legacy event where I don't actually have to drive. I can I can just go there from work, and it's literally on my way home. It's really? perfect. Yeah, I'm, I, I haven't been yet, but I heard they got like 20 people at last week's. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm Suck, pretty no. excited. Well, my thing at the moment is I get first world problems going on um got another bathroom to do <laughs> no <laughs> no my stepson's got he, he just took lita's car and uh well he bought lita's car from her so she's driving the civic so the only thing i'm driving is the truck so i probably not going to be taking the truck back and forth to cambridge like I'm, I'm actually debating even this week i'm like do we even take it down to providence i just took it down to hartford to get this fucking massage chair so whatever i was i, was, I usually don't even take it that far out talk about first world problems yeah i drove my pickup yeah. too far to get my massage chairs <laughs> it is first world problem i'll admit it, it I'm, I'm 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 very lucky no that ain't wrong with uh world problems 
<laughs> Speaking of first world the problems I came from, the problems I came from were a little different, so it's fine. I'll take these. Speaking of first world problems, that just reminded me of my friend made the most first world comment I've ever heard last Christmas. Uh, her problem was that there were too many presents around the Christmas tree, so she couldn't <laughs> water the tree. <laughs> That is a unique problem to have, for sure. Yeah, I, I know. The poor tree can't be watered. <laughs> uh, so, did, Jerry, did you get out to any stores this last week? No, nah, man. No. <laughs> it's going to be a real short episode. Oh, I did get a chance to play, um, not last week, but the week prior, but since uh, I kept getting kicked off of our of our cast when we had uh, the booze cube, I didn't get a chance to talk about it. Um, I did play in the uh, the Community Legacy League, so that's the league that um <clears throat> that Danny started up on Magic Online. He runs it every Wednesday at 8.30 Eastern. It's uh, free to enter. It's a four-round tournament. It actually has payout to top four, so you get, like, essentially prizes to top four, and he has a door prize, which is pretty sweet. Uh, the prizes are in the form of bot credits, so, and, like, the top fours are just a flat payout. If you have, if you go, like, I think you have to go 3-0. Uh, well, I suppose if the event gets much larger... The breakers will. Uh, I did play in it last week. I went 3-0 into the final round. The kid I knew was on uh, hex steps and offered. Well, like you know, there was no point in splitting because either way, we're gonna score second. Played it out. I lost. In th- my first round was against uh, a kid on like a two-ticket suicide black aggro list. Good. And, I love uh, it. Yeah, that was that was basically <laughs> a pie. Was it? Was it? Was it dark ritual hypnotic specter? Please tell Bas- me that. Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think turn one he played Sarkerman. He played Asylum Visitor, and I'm like, what is deck? Wait. What? I don't recognize either of those. Yeah, it, it is a, it is it is a two ticket two decks to buy on Magic Online Suicide the, Black. The um, deck? Yeah, it, it's like it's just a, a straight up budget deck. He just wanted something to play. He was really nice. We got a chance to talk about legacy. The round felt like a. And then round two, I played against Grixis, and uh, game one, I beat him down with he uh, forces my chalice. Oh, what are you then, playing now, Eldrazi? Yeah, I'm playing Colorless, and so I should have mentioned. And so game <laughs> so, everyone already knows. Yeah, so game two, he goes. Forces my chalice, right? And uh, he has, uh, it's probably like he has a young pyromancer on board. And so he cabal therapies this blind names uh, Thought Not Seer, which pulls the Thought Not Seer out of my hand. But then also, uh, he, you know, he like cycles his cabal therapy and takes out three matterish shapers out of my hand when he when he, uh, when he flashbacks the crypt apart my hand. Round three, I actually played against Dan, the guy who put, put all the effort in. He started, he was on, in- I'm trying to think, game one I won, two I lost. Uh, I don't really, have- pretty good. With the Eldrazi like matchup. Um, I have to have Warping Whales, so one of them unblockable. Invis- um, blighted Agent? What is it? Blighted oh, agent. Blighted Agent, yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, having Warping Whales to exile those. The last round I played against, uh, the, and that's just a very difficult matchup for Eldrazi deck. I did beat him game one against a Resolve Merit Lane. I'll be able to activate his factory with enough. Um, and then I was a man of short. I lost to a real quick Merit Lane. So I ended up going 3 1. Ended up in second, but still had a good. Hex Steps is a tough, tough matchup. For I don't know how often you need, like, the White Splash to play, like, Displacer and Caracas to kind of deal with those decks and decks like Show and Tell. Mm. Uh, but overall, like, the league is, like, super fun. So. Mm. Jerry, you still huh. there? I'm, I'm still here. Okay, you've been very quiet. I have nothing to add. <laughs> I just actually, I've been screwing around with X-Mage. Oh, yeah? Yeah, anytime I'm just screwing around with something, I start trying to play with that a bit. And I actually, I like it. It's been through a few updates recently, but it's um probably something that should be edited out. <laughs> uh yeah, I just I can't I can't bring myself to get. Yeah, no, I I don't blame you. It's, it's definitely um the only thing that pushed me into buying like was just couldn't get out to the store. Oh yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. You know, it, it, right now I'm I'm thinking if I want to go down to Providence and try to sell the collection off. I just keep one deck. There's something I got going on this weekend where um I might be able to help somebody out. Yeah. 
So I got to try to figure out what's what's the most sensible thing to do. But I think right now I can like hold ten fins and sell the rest of the collection, buy the rest of the collection back later on. You're selling it again, huh? Yeah, yeah. I got I got a lot of the shit back together. I can put together a few decks. Um, I'm not going out, and I think I got another. I think I have another opportunity to sell off the collection, try to do something else that'll put me in a position to sell the, to buy the collection back again. Mm-hmm. So whatever. It's all just right now. There's a bunch of cards that I'm not playing that are sitting in a safe. That's understandable. Yep. Hey Pat, have yes. you earned any of the treasure chests on Magic Online yet? Uh, no, I have not yet. I actually haven't jumped in yet, so I haven't had an opportunity to test. Um, mm-hmm. I might jump in. A- um, have. Have you gotten a chance to open your chests? No, I have not played Magic Online in a while because I discovered this game called Eve, and it uh, is draining my soul away. What's what's the treasure chest? <laughs> so so Magic Online updated their uh, their payouts before they were well until recently like packs. Okay. And in order to preserve, I think the idea is to preserve the price of release new cards in the environment. Cards, I don't know. Also, probably increase Watsy's profitability is they introduce things called treasure. Um, some for like five only. They essentially have like three cards in the one is like a, a uncommon. It's a scratch rare. ticket. It's yeah, a scratch. Said, yeah, basically. Like <laughs> the numbers don't really matter, but you can open up anything from garbage of will or or a piece of power. Oh yeah, because it's moto, so you can actually get into like power and shit. Yeah, exactly. My problem with them is that they're not tradable. No, they huh. are now. I believe, oh, they are now? I believe, yeah, after... So they had the announcement. I believe that like, within the next 24 hours, oh, this seems like a fine change, but they should have been tradable. I believe mm-hmm. Watsy... Okay, yeah, that's fine. Because, I mean, I kind of want to make the argument that when I win, I don't want to win scratch tickets. I want to win actual prizes. But, I mean, that's what booster packs are in the first place. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, the thing was, booster packs, you get an event, right? Like, you're drafting... Right. Where this kind of forces people to crack them. It's not so much like a second currency. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I I like the idea. I think they need to adjust the numbers a little bit just because I've been hearing a lot of reports on Twitter uh, from people saying that, like, they're a jet. Like, uh, Willie Edel posted today that he opened over 100 treasure chests and got jack shit. A hundred? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, are they, he's, are they like, he's a pro player. He plays a lot of Magic Online. That's a lot of treasure chests. <laughs> are they are they the same rarity as the what the hell are they calling the other things that are in the standard set now oh, with the, the fucking um, special art and shit? Yeah, the, the invention. I yeah. don't. They release the odds. Uh, I think it's like you have a one percent chance of getting a piece of power. Uh, like a 5% chance of getting like a valuable uh, modern rare like Liliana or Fetchlands or Force get, Will. Do you want, do you want the, the breakdown? Oh, uh, you actually there. have it? Good, because I'm just yeah, talking so, about it. So there's a curated card list that's like, um, it has a few, hundred, a few hundred cards in the I think it's like 200 cards. So there's three slots in the, in the treasure chest. Slot one, you have a 19-rated card, a 51% chance for a modern rare or mythic, 30% but, chance for play points, and a 0% chance for getting some kind of standard common rum. Slot 2, you have a 5% chance for a curated card. What's uh, a curated card? So that's one of the cards in the list. That Those are cards that are like anything from Abrupt Decay to Black Lotus. Um, okay. Or Atom. But there, you know, like but there is 
there is shit on that list as oh, well. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> like Basilisk Color, you know, Avalanche yeah. Riders. So they're all on, and they all have a different frequency. Mm. Um, so anyway, um, so slot two, you have a 5% curated card, a 16% chance for a rare or mythic for modern, um, and there's no chance you'll get any play points there, and a 79% chance you'll get a standard common run. Um, and then for slot three, it's basically the uncommon slot, common or, com- common or uncommon slot. You do have a 1% chance of getting a curated card or a modern rare. Um, so chances are you're going to be getting mostly commons, and, um, but it does stand a chance you'll get some kind of modern rare or myth. It really, again, Jerry, like you said, it's exactly what it's a lottery ticket that is tradable, I believe. Um, I think the curated card list, I think that was the complaint about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's too much junk in there because it's like you have a, what was it, a 19% chance of getting a curated card in... Uh, so you have a yeah ninety percent in slot one, a five percent chance in slot two, one percent chance in slot three. Right, and then like they also released the frequency of the cards, and I think that's where right. I got the one percent from. Like power nine is one percent, so right. you so you have a nineteen, recall. yeah, you have a nineteen percent chance of getting a curated card, of which that nineteen percent you have a one percent chance of getting, uh, you know, a black lotus. I don't even think so, it works out to a one percent, Jerry, because like. All of the power nine are one, like a three calls a one. Oh yeah, so if you're looking at that, right? Ancestral vision is a twelve. Uh, Altar of Dimension is a six. Archive trap is no. I just happen to be in the A section of. Um, mm-hmm. Beast within is a twenty-five. So there's kind of like these shitty cards that are very high frequency cards are much are I guess are much higher frequency cards. Oh yeah, so it's not even percentages. It's just like it's uh, uh what's it called like Monte Carlo simulation. Yeah, chromatic stars are free. so like for every. <laughs> yeah, all the chromatic stars. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> so I think what they should have done because your chance of getting credit card is kind of slight in, in that respect. They should be like just like. I would say like five ticks are on. I mean, I think that or bump it up to a hundred percent curated card. It's like if I'm going to, if I have the chance of getting shit, at least guarantee me of at least having the chance to have the opportunity to get shit. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. We'll see what happens. It should at least bring some of the some of the costs down because I think like because these cards aren't being uh high frequent offloading the prices. Who actually with the cards? You know what I mean? Like if you open right. if you open a black lotus, you're not probably not going to want to obtain other eight pieces of power to play a vintage deck. You'll offload it so you can play more Legacy Leagues or Modern League, and that will be one more Black Lotus in the system where someone who wants that to play vintage can actually get it now. Right. I do like that, that it does increase, uh, you know, cards. Supply. Yeah, yeah supply. I, I think I think probably what here, and I, I don't I don't actually don't mind the way that's pretty smart, is testing the waters and seeing what kind of effect it'll have on the ecosystem, and then mm-hmm. they'll probably trim it down to make it more accessible, enticing play. I, at least I hope that that's the I hope that they change the frequencies on cards. So if a card starts getting like out of control price wise, they'll turn the knob to make it a little bit more likely for that card to show up in packs. Uh, yeah, so that is a real. Oh yeah, so I'm sorry. This but I but that goes back to like Wizards acknowledging the secondary market, which is like this big taboo subject for yeah, them. I mean, well, on Magic Online, I think they can, right? Uh, I I honestly have no idea how that. Um, also, there's 607 cards in the curious. So there are a lot of cards. So even like getting a you know a 90% curated card, you are probably not worthwhile. You, <laughs> you have a 19% chance of getting one of 600 crappy cards. Right, that... but it's not even 600. Like for every you know for every one um for every treasure. one treasure yeah for every one like uh, ancestral recall there are 20 torrential. You know what I mean? So yeah, I think your chance like it's not even a one percent out of the. It's that's, much smaller uh, than that. That's all right. That other guy already opened all the gear hulks, right? Hmm? What? The guy you were saying already opened. Yeah, he opened, a, he opened a bunch of junk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Torrential Gale Hulk apparently is really good now. 
Oh yeah, no, it's good. it's good. It's just not <laughs> not what you're going for here. I'm kind of I'm kind of kicking myself because I wrote my uh, welder deck with torrential gear hulks. I wrote it in my about it in my article. I'm like, oh, maybe I should pick up some of these. These are really cool. They're like only five dollars. I'll get them when I go to the shop. And then the Pro Tour happens, and it's a thirty-five dollar card now. Oh, <laughs> huh. now what's it do? It's a five mana Snapcaster Mage that lets you play the spell for free. We like to call it sna- we like to call it Fat Caster. Fat Caster Mage. <laughs> what is it? It's like a is five it, four yeah, or something. Like? Cast target instant sorcery for free. Is that it? Yeah, it's three so colorless sorcery. Yeah, three colorless blue blue. When it comes into play, cast an instant sorcery card from your graveyard for free, and it's a five four. And are people this, just paying five to cast it? Yeah, well, I mean, it's crazy and standard. Okay. I don't know if it's been if it's seen any play outside of standard, but apparently, it's really good in standard. So did you? That's what I'm you, told. I don't know you, the standard kitties. So, were you talking about putting Gear Hulk in a legacy deck? Is that what yeah. your article was about? Yeah, Goblin Welder, because it's an artifact creature. So you can goblin welder it into play. <laughs> okay. And what's the instance of sorceries in the deck? Just brainstorm? Yeah, intuition. Uh, you can do force of will for the cutesy effects if you want to get a gotcha. All right. Uh, the real one that I liked was uh, the red gear hulk. Uh, because when it comes into play, you either draw three cards or mill the top three and then deal damage equal to the three cards converted mana cost combined. Oh. Yeah. And what's, but, uh, what's, the, what's the casting cost on that? Uh, three red, wet, red, Th- three, red, red. <laughs> Th- three and two red. I kind of stammered there. <laughs> and it's a, um, and that's a creature. Yep, artifact creature. It's a whole cycle of them. And huh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, like it, it mills the top three, and you do casting costs. So your opponent chooses. You either draw three cards, which I hear is pretty good. Oh, uh, okay. Or you mill the top three, then deal damage to a target of your choice equal yeah. to the three cards converted mana cost. Okay, which, but, you get, but you're giving the opponent the choice. You give your opponent the choice, but uh, I was talking about this with Aaron uh, the other day, and it gets to the point where your opponent has to choose you drawing three cards, because in the deck, in the Goblin Welder deck full of beefy artifacts that you want in your graveyard so you can weld them back into play, right. you're going to be do dealing insane damage. Like, even if you only hit once, like if you hit land, land, worm coil engine, yep. that's six damage that you get to point at a creature or your opponent's face, and then when you untap, Goblin Welder is welding that worm coil engine back into play. Right. Hmm. So, that was, that was kind of my idea with the gear hulks and now i'm gonna have to wait until torrential gear hulk rotates out of standard because uh, I, I i wouldn't worry didn't about it <laughs> so didn't the, get around to buying them the price will be very will be pushed down it's just a spike because it, oh yeah definitely because of the throw chart but i don't see it going back to five dollars because it is a mythic i don't know i mean i guess it, it depends how standard ends up shaping up but if it's like hangerback like hangerback walker was a 40 dollar card after the pro tour and it stayed 40 dollars you know for six months to a year afterwards if not uh-huh. longer, the, those days blur together, so I'm not sure. Great guys, thanks, thanks for leaving it on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just still looking around. I'm trying to figure out if there's anything new that's even started been playing since any fucking standard set. Like, is, I mean, anything new that's actually seeing play in Legacy from that from the Kaladesh? Uh, I think called? it's I think it's still way too early. Yeah, I think there's um one card, one not a, not a huge breakout, a smattering. Some cards are. All right, help me out for a second here. Um, what 
the fuck is elves worried about with creatures? Like, oh, oh, wait. Uh, Death and Taxes is actually pretty decent against elves, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, no. What do you think? What do you say, Jerry? So, wait, what's the question? Jerry is playing right now. I'm texting. How's the the matchup between elves and Death and Taxes? Uh... I'm not 100% sure, but I feel Elves has the advantage because Elves can combo, and because it's a creature okay. combo, Thalia doesn't do anything against it. All right, take a look at the link I just gave you. It's the closest thing I see to something new, which is kind of interesting. I remember when they were doing Rurikthar out of Elves. You see Dragonlord Atarka? Mm, yeah, oh, I, I remember seeing this in an event not too long ago, the Dragonlord Atarka. Um... It's just kind of in the same spot that uh, Rurikthar usually is, like you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. I just, I'm just trying to think of, like, why would you want to basically do big fireclasm and everything? What's what's the creature matchup that Elves gives a shit about? Uh, well, I feel Dragonlord Atarka is, like, re- much better against Grixis. Like, Rurikthar's going to Oh, be- I see. All right, but, all right. Like, Dragonlord Atarka kills a Delver, a young Pyromancer, and some tokens and clears the way for you. Or Deathrite Shamans for the fucking for the fight. I mean, you still so, got yeah. I mean, it's just it's more creepy. Yeah, like Rurikthar is better in a combo meta. Dragonlord Atarka is better in a creature based meta. Oh, okay. It's just I don't know. I was trying to think of anything new to me. Well, that's do it. <laughs> well, I mean, I think everything's going to be new to you, Adrian. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't <laughs> seen anything new yet. I mean, I still haven't. I still haven't seen fucking anybody sit down across me from Eldrazi. You still haven't played against Eldrazi? No. Yeah, no, it must be a niche deck that only gets played on Moto. Stay, <laughs> stay, no, in, that, I, I, stay no, in that world I, for as long as you can. <laughs> I know somebody that's been playing it. I just haven't had the chance to play against him yet because um, I haven't been making it up to Acton. Acton on a Friday night. Yeah, Acton's been tough. I did. Um, I did bring it up to t- a couple weeks ago. And when... oh, you should have told me. Do you have? Uh, I don't even know if I have comments for you. Do you still have comments? Did you bring them all? I do. Have a, I have a bunch of comments. I haven't brought. I'm sitting on actually a bunch of my own. I'll probably just. Uh huh. Oh yeah, that's actually a good question. Let me take I'll take a look and see what's um what's basically in a balance at the moment. So I I just I posted up the playmats. I posted up the playmats and yeah. Um that's about it. Nice. Let me just see where we're at, I think. Do we do we have deck lists yet for Eternal Extravaganza? No, I wasn't able to find them unfortunately. I know that Sam Rook has took it down with miracles with the uh, predict miracles running like nothing very exciting honestly. Stock list down to the mountain. I'll shoot. Just haven't got having on the deck list. Or oh, that's the first one. So Sam Rook has took it down. I mean, there's nothing like literally not exciting about it. it has, I mean, it has, <laughs> has Tells how you really feel. I mean, it has engineer in the main, so that's super spicy. He's running to predict even the, the side. From the ashes, but really, it's <laughs> no. seen one, you seen them all. Yeah, I mean, you know, at least I mean, it's not like the legends, like the the monastery. But I'm assuming those. Yeah, I I guess the, I feel eternal. Uh, what, is this a weekend or extravaganza? I can never keep them straight. I can't. I think it's extravaganza. Yeah, yeah I kept hearing people say ee. Yeah, ee. That makes sense. It's also really confusing that they're two weeks apart. Yeah, that's like just really bad time. Yeah, I really wish people would get on board with. We'll also like the fact that Eternal Weekend's during th- uh, Halloween. Uh, what? Why do they do that? Uh, I don't know. People people have not been to planning school. Everyone needs to go to planning school more often. Why? What's 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 the difference with it being Halloween or not? I mean, I'm not going because it's Halloween. I got shit to do, man. I can only I can only dress up as a pirate and not be frowned upon <laughs> in public one time a year. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, taking the kids trick or treating. 
I am. Not my kids, oh. but I'll find some. <laughs> Take Pat. <laughs> Take Pat so you can go to Uh No, man. Getting dressed up. I'm going to be John Hammond for Halloween. I, I dropped 150 bucks on my Halloween costume this year. I went a bit overboard. So, so far it looks like uh, the balance. Wait, hold on. Wait, wait. You're going to be John Ham? Hammond. <laughs> Not oh, John, John Ham. <laughs> John Hammond from Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who that is. That's, I mean, that's basically who you're cosplaying in your Skype picture anyway, so. <laughs> you have to go around just saying spare no expense, right? Like, just we like, have a T-Rex. Oh, yeah, that's, we have that, a T-Rex. That, that's great for radio, too, Jerry. Now you got to put your Skype picture as your Facebook photo. <laughs> well, no, your, I got... Twitter, your Twitter image. The reason why it was so expensive is because I had to buy a linen suit for it. I <laughs> <laughs> got... I got a straw Habana hat, and then I got, like, a fake Rolex, and then I got bamboo cane and a mosquito frozen in amber that I'm going to attach to the bamboo did cane. Did you really? I did. That's awesome. That's I went all out. That's fucking great. <laughs> to be what? John Hammond from Jurassic Park. I also got uh, gray hair dye. going to dye my beard gray. You could even like honestly just do um like a spray, you know, like it's not it's not like a dye, is it? Like you're not gonna have a gray beard. <laughs> no, it's not gonna be like permanently gray. <laughs> so it's like a washout dye. <laughs> Apparently, clown masks are, the sales are on the rise. <laughs> yeah, what's up with that this year? Why is there... everybody wants to be a clown over the clown infestation? Yeah, that like they're all it's all over the news. Like people just dressing up like clowns for yeah, some... it's it's fucking sad what's all over the news. <laughs> Uh, nothing like a little bit of light-hearted fun. I actually haven't heard the clowns, the clowns on the news. Yeah, like people like dressing up like clowns. Yeah, I know that I'm all familiar with, just not from the news. I keep getting uh, postings from the police department. Like your like, local police department? Yeah, all the local police departments. They're getting calls from like somebody saw a clown. They're like, you know, if you see something suspicious, let us know. Uh, and I'm just surprised. I don't know. But clown, yeah. Apparently, clown mask sales are up. This is actually my favorite. <laughs> Man, that's a great mask, Adrian. I love. Yeah, that. I know that's great for radio, isn't it? Yeah. God, how do we I, have sales on the worst episode ever? I, I have a Facebook video. <laughs> the gang gets all back together, and it's the worst episode in months. <laughs> uh, just no legacy this week. I know it's kind of a bummer, right? Although we will be going down to uh, Providence this week. Hell yeah. Gonna play in an eternal weekend, win a something that I can't actually use, but I'm gonna do it anyway for the love of the game. That's it. There's a, it's like entry into eternal weekend and I don't know, something else. I think you're playing for buys. Is yeah, playing for buys. Yeah, oh, wait. It's, it's like a GPT, but for eternal week. At Grand Prix Providence? Correct. Yeah. Uh, you also, it's also 250 bucks. A two hundred and fifty dollar Amex gift card, is not a, cash. <laughs> what's what's the format? Legacy. Legacy. I'm not I'm not going to Providence to play standard. I was trying to figure out if going to Providence to play standard. <laughs> I, I like going to Island. What the fuck is going on? Go play standard. <laughs> when so when's this event? Saturday, Sunday. Right. Uh, the event I'm talking about is Friday at noon. Oh, and then, the one. And then there's another one Saturday, but it's not a last chance event. I don't feel bad about not explaining this to our listeners because it's going to be over by the time they hear this. <laughs> this is true. This is true. So, I'm, I'm, I, feel I'm, uh, <laughs> I took I took this whole week off, so maybe I should fucking go down there Friday. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Friday afternoon, I took Friday off, so I'll be there. Maybe I should. I might go Friday night. I think um on Saturday I'm going to do the 2:30 Legacy Plus, which is four round. Might stay. To do, there's another one at 7:50. How many rounds are they planning on for that, Jerry? 
Is it just four rounds, or are they going by attendance? I would assume it's by attendance, since it's a it's a top, it uh, pays out to top eight, like cuts to top eight. Yeah, I was just curious if they're cutting attendance to keep the round minimum count. Uh, I want to say it's capped it's, at two hundred and sixteen, but I don't uh, think Swiss it'll cut get there. Top eight max player. Two, okay, uh, two twenty six. Is All that right, so the, not two sixteen? I thought two sixteen was like the even amount for brackets. Nope. Two, okay. Either way, they're capping attendance to keep the round count. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I might have to. Well, oh. Friday at noon. I think I'm gonna bring the new thing in the ice uh, bug brew with four Snapcaster Mage for Surgical Extraction Main. Uh, I I want to see if I can get my hands on some sinkholes. Uh, so Jerry, just as a reference, um, 226 is the max amount you can have for an eight round event. Ah, okay. If it's uh, 128, you can run seven rounds. So they're doing eight rounds starting at noon, and then Pat, you said there's one starting at 7 p.m. There's one starting at 2:30, and then another one starting at. But so what's new, Jerry? Are registration. Not, those, are, those aren't the same though. Those are a. Um, those are just a four round of Swiss event. It's, it's not for no. um, Eternal Week. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah. yeah, Friday has three separate legacy events going on. Yep. So, so if you scrub out of the first one, you can play in the other ones. I wonder if we should go down there for the four round event. What time's the four round event start? Uh, we can, I mean, uh, I was looking at the ones on Saturday, but the ones on Friday. <laughs> That's fucking, <laughs> you could just give me the link to, I just realized I'm sitting here. Two no, Pat, I would prefer you I could just fucking us. prefer you look well, it's up. Well, it's on my phone, so it's not easy. So the Legacy Plus is at 2.30, um, and there's another That's one at four rounds. 7. That's four rounds Swiss. And then there's another one at 6.45 on Friday. So I actually I might go to the 6.45 one if I can't get to. I wonder if I head down there at noon, sell off a collection, and then fuck a four round. I might even go down there just... What are you trying to get? Yeah. Uh, some Japanese single. Oh. <laughs> Eldrazi. Harurura. So, so here's what I did, right? Did I, I looked up the shipping from Haruria because I'm like, all right, well, like, Thought Not Zero Reality Smash are both like 8 or $9 cards. So I was like, I don't, I'll do those in a separate order. I'll order like Mimics, Smash, you know, like Mimics... And like endless ones, fucking matter shapers are all like now, under three bucks each. And then so I'm like, all right, foil? So I'm, what's that? Are you doing foil Japanese? No, 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 just regular Japanese. No, 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 I'm not trying to go come crazy. Come on, come on. <laughs> and so I looked up the 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 cost to ship it to the U.S. was like twenty bucks, which was I wasn't paying that for like an eight dollar roll. Um, actually, one of our listeners, because I was trying to look for anyone who had like uh, connect, and one of our listeners who actually lives out in Japan, uh, Brooks, he offered him what if, if I can't find uh what. Brooks Dorsey? Mm-hmm. He lives in Japan? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I hope he does. <laughs> he offered to help me out, so uh, so Is, if I don't get anything I, at, at uh, the GP Haru... What the hell am I missing? Didn't he just say he was going to be at Providence this weekend? No. All right, that must be somebody else. Huh. Now I can't find... Oh, there's the post. No, I guess not. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, hello from Japan. <laughs> no shit. I, I, I get fucking floored by that. I always, like, I, I sit here and I'll, I just imagine, you know, 20 guys in Massachusetts. <laughs> that, like, if anything, like, <laughs> you guys might listen and Kate and Aaron, and that's probably about it. And, like, every, every once in a while, I'm like, holy shit, there's somebody in New Zealand. Oh, my God, there's somebody in China. Holy shit. It is pretty wild, man. Yeah, it really fucking is, especially when they start, like, sending cards in from Beijing and shit. And New Zealand. It's It's... It's 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 awe inspiring. I sit in awe. But so you guys texting each other now or what? <laughs> what? Sorry, I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs>
fell asleep. Uh, no, I was, just look, I was actually looking at the Facebook page to see um, who's coming down to the Jeep. I'm, I'm very excited, man. It should be a good time. Pat, edit out all the parts of us sounding bored. Of course, of course. <laughs> that won't make it on. Uh, I, did, uh, I did a co-host on, um, did a guest spot on that should have released. In the time of recording now, or uh, this week, but when you listen to this last week, if you haven't, when we talk about, we do an in-depth, in-depth deck tech on uh, Eldrazi, Colors Eldrazi. Of course. Because what else would you talk about? Oh, Jerry, 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 <laughs> listen, man. Uh, you know, I am getting, I'm trying to get good with the deck. I'm trying to focus all my effort on one, okay? He's, he's stepped out of Red Delver. Never play a deck more than once. Switch oh, yeah, decks. See, that's, a, that's a mistake to me. I, I, I love, I, I'll jam as many. I think the only thing that keeps me from playing a different deck at every event is my laziness when it comes to sleeving. <laughs> I honestly I mean, like that. <laughs> you and I are like like completely opposites, right? Because I've been playing Legacy year and a half, and I play four decks. I mean, really three decks. And you write about a new deck every other year, so like <laughs> we uh, we have different philosophy there. But I, I mean, I think I see the merit in like in changing it up every once in a while, you know, every couple weeks or every couple to whatever. I can see where that has a view, you know. Yeah. I cool. Can, good I... conversation, Jerry. What the fuck, man? Hold up your what? hand. <laughs> I thought there was more. I thought you were gonna have another point. <laughs> no, I just I'm saying like I can I can see where that's cool. I just for my for my perspective, the reason why I play is because I want to win prizes and stuff. You know that's that's the biggest reason I play. And so like for me, I'm not good enough to what's that. You want to see that paper? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so like for me, I'm not good enough to play like different decks all the time. I need to focus and hone in on one thing at a time, so that or as proficient as I can. I don't think I'll ever be ultra competitive or ultra competent pilot of any deck. If I can, if I can smash and bash my way to first place, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I, I mean, I kind of wish sometimes that I had the patience to stick with the deck because I definitely see it affect my performance in a lot of events. Uh, you know, especially when I'm playing a deck for the first time ever. Um, like that's kind of why I like going back to sneak and show so much is because it's something I'm familiar with. Same with yeah. uh, Bug Delver, uh, because even if it's not that exact 75 that I'm sleeving up again, it's at least a strategy I'm familiar with. Yeah. But like, just this last time when I was playing the Thing in the Ice list, I felt way out of my element, and I, you know it definitely cost me some some games because of it. Yeah, did you? Um, I meant to ask you, were you running from Revoker? Uh, I was running it in the sideboard, but it never actually came in. Uh, I was gonna say because that might be something you want to main deck. Cause yeah, he, he is or yeah. I got a question for you, Jerry. Yeah. I, I, I saw I saw your list before. Well, not even the list, but I watched you play it before. You have some pretty fucking sick pimp pieces for Tinfins, right? Uh, Didn't you like foil it out and shit? Well, kind of like by default, because a lot of the shared cards are in Sneak and Show that I foiled out. Oh, you don't have like regular Grizzle Brands and shit, you're saying? Right, I just have foil Grizzle Brands, because why would I have regular Grizzle Brands when I can have sweet foil Grizzle Brands? Because <laughs> then you have to foil out the rest of the deck. Did you have foil? I know, that's my problem. Now the rest of the deck is being foiled. <laughs> okay, so it's being foiled. All right, then that kind of answers that. Well, yeah, because I mean, I already had the uh, promo in tombs, and yeah, I, I just wanted to start buying the foiled fucking tin fins off you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we want to get deep in that deck. I mean, it's, I, it's awesome, dude. It's it's like sneak and show. A lot of the cards in the tin fins list have sweet promos. Like I really like the uh, from the vault dark rituals uh, that I have in that deck. Uh, the Entombs have had, like, numerous promos between... I don't know if it was a Judge Foil, but there was... A Player's Reward, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Player's one. Reward. 
then Grizzlebrand has the GP promos. Then you know, Brainstorm obviously has its promos. So yeah, like like Sneak and Show, uh, because a lot of the cards are similar. uh, There's a lot of sweet foils that you can get for the deck that make the deck look super pimp. But they never did. They never did foil Shallow Grave, right? No, never foil Shallow Grave because it was reserved list. Right. That's that's so unfortunate. Yeah. My, my, I think my buddy's picked up a couple cards for me. Um, let me see if I think it's called I think it's Corpse Dance. Yeah. Um, I want to look it up. I can't remember if it was. Uh, oh, it's got Buyback Two. Buyback Two. Yeah. So it's it's from um, the fuck is it from Tempest? A black and two colorless instant from Tempest. Yeah. It's got Buyback Two, so you may pay an additional two and return it to your hand. I guess. Instead of in the graveyard when it resolves, put uh, put the top creature from card from your graveyard into play. The creature is unaffected by summoning sickness this turn. Remove the remove it from the game at end of turn. So it does the same thing as Shallow Grave. Uh, it's, so it's, it's Shallow just, Grave for one colorless more, and it also gives you the option of buyback. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's just a different. It's a three mana casting cost for like miracles, basically. Right. Uh, I like that. That's cool. Because yeah. there have been times when I've like gone late with tin fins and just having a being able to recur shallow grave is mm-hmm. pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, and I mean if you could actually, if you actually have to, I I only play three copies of fucking Gorio's Vengeance, but if you actually splice one on, you're not really getting rid of a copy. You know, it's yeah. an arcane, but I, I'm, not, I'm not playing many arcane spells in the deck, so it's kind of <laughs> silly. Yeah, it's kind of uh, rare that that happens. I. I was doing something. What the hell was I doing before? There was something with the when when Omniscience was first printed and released. I think I started trying to do something with like peer through, peer through depths and um, whatever the fuck the other one is. What the hell? Not oh, the not the uh, unthinkable, but the other one. Zip, zip through to- sands, peer through yeah. depths. Yeah, just those two. Anyway, and then Petals of Insight. I was just trying to fuck around with those. That's that's going pretty deep. <laughs> well, that was it was like. Omniscience is fucking first printed, so we'll just give it a shot. Whatever. Right. Fucking matter. I, I, I played that in standard when Kamigawa block was uh, standard legal. Uh, Would you play that thing, The Unthinkable? Yeah, it's like peer through depth, sift through sands, reach through Reach time. through time, yeah. I think yeah. I, I skipped the sift through sands. I just went reach through time. Yeah, so if you play all three of them in the same turn, you get to search your library for The Unthinkable and put it into play. And it's just like a 6-7 flying creature that when it attacks, you can return an instant or sorcery from your graveyard to your hand. Like, not very good at all, but it was one of those cool... Like, I love when Wizards does that in sets. They print, like, three or four cards that all work together. and it's Four like card a, combos. Yeah, four card combos. Like, I remember the, uh, like, uh, Throne of Empires, Scepter of... Scepter of Empires, and, uh, like, Crown of Empires. I wasn't playing then, but... I get, I get you. Yeah, like just uh, they, it's in Kaladesh now too. They have the uh, the stations, all the energy stations. When you put all three of them together, uh, it essentially turns into like pay one mana to put a one one into play with like a plus one plus one counter and a bunch of energy stuff happens. I don't really know, but I, I notice that and I, I just like it when Wizards does that. I'm curious to see if anybody starts doing energy shit in Legacy. Uh, I think if they give us an energy ritual, like I saw some fan made things. Uh, I don't know if it was the proxy guy or someone else, but someone came out with an energy lotus. It was an artifact for zero, and it just had sacrifice it, add three energy. Okay. What about, um? can you proliferate the energy counters? That's a good question. I don't know. I, am, I mean, oh. if they're counters, you should be able to, right? Yeah. Judge! <laughs> <I think so. laughs> 
Maybe. <laughs> oh, oh ooh, I wonder if that would actually... What the hell's that green fucking enchantment? Doubling season? I wonder if it would function with doubling season. No, because the doubling season's when they enter the battlefield, right? Tokens. Yeah, okay, that'd be tokens, not counters. Okay. Oh, no, no, it works on Planeswalker counters. Ooh, that's another good question. Can you doubling season that shit? <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly I'm playing commander. Whatever. You are playing commander. Uh, one or more tokens onto the battlefield under your control, put twice as many. So yeah, doubling season only works tokens. Oh no, if an effect would place one or more counters on a permanent you control. Alright, and energy tokens, energy counters are not on a permanent you control. So that's why it works with planeswalkers. Okay, never mind. That's how often I play doubling season. Good, so we we got to the bottom of that one. Yes, doubling season does not work. I'm not too sure about proliferate. Uh, that's a question for another day. Hmm. So, so did you guys check out the uh, the breakdown, the metagame breakdown? No. So the source. <laughs> so, so every month the source does kind of like a metagame breakdown. Of, yeah. Um, I think it's I think it's a, a mix of paper and um, but I, I don't know if you saw Jerry because I, I I sent this to him because Death and Taxes went to the pack being number one. Death and Taxes elves, Eldrazi miracles. Oh, son of a bitch, wizards. We knew <laughs> this was gonna happen. Um, Just... I think like September especially was very happy. August for. Oh. Is that what fucking Dragon Lord Attacker is about? Killing off the Eldrazi creatures? Um, because they're per, like per, five fives, right? Uh, per, yes, they are. They're all five. They, yeah, I think the highest stuff is is five five. But my question is like, does a Dragon Lord Attacker do five damage divided up? Oh, yeah, it's not. It's not that much. I don't think it's. I mean, it helps against Eldrazi because you can just kill something. I, th- I you think can... you're. I think elves is dead before casting it. It might honestly just be. I, I think it's really going more towards death and taxes. Yeah. So death and taxes, especially very, very like twice, twice. A, okay. Um, so, but it looks like the way they have it figured out because average in August was they, they cut out. That, so because August they didn't have um, Kaladesh out by then. It was out, or it was just it just came out in Korea. Is that right? Uh, I don't know what month, but that sounds right to me. Yeah, so it wasn't. Um, it wasn't conspiracy. The prelate was it. It was. Oh, it was yeah. Okay, um, I got so a, I got a question for you, Pat. Sure. Uh, on this source page, the fourth deck down is miracle. The, the seventh deck down is miracle control. The twentieth deck down is miracles. Yeah. What's the, What's the difference? So I... did you listen to our episode? No, we, we <laughs> of course not. We literally went at an entire episode dedicated to breaking down those three decks. Oh, like the difference two between episodes miracle ago. and miracles, miracles and miracle control and aggro miracles or whatever you want to call the the uh, predict miracles list. Okay, let me try this again. One's called miracle and the other one's called miracles. So I think they probably they put them all together. In all honesty, because they're just same deck. Um, but there is like so it is kind of like the Lasset. It's the one's like the ponder predict. One is like the predict list, right? Okay. Which is yeah. running like the mentor side. And one which one is, is that? That's the one that just fit that Sam Rook this well, weekend. Well, out of the three that are on this list that you shared with me. Uh, I'm assuming that's probably. I really don't know how they're. I mean, Thank you. Live. All right, that answers but, my question. Well, if I you don't click know. on them, if you click on them, you can. So <laughs> oh, see what they can say. you? So they yeah they just they just bash all the miracle decks together. No, um, they did. They divided them up. No, no, so. I know, but uh, if you click on the actual chart. And go to what they eat for. They're all back. Miracle, right. miracle control. So they have, they they have three divisions for no reason. Yeah, I don't know why it's divided up like that. Um, okay. But what I, I don't get is on the, what I don't get is on the chart. Death and taxes is number one, but on the table, miracles is number one. Yeah. Right. So so I'll, that's what I was explaining. So that this is the September notes, and that's why I was saying with Thursday coming out in September, um, August. What they did was August didn't really show much a lie. Um, so they just kind of kept it as is. And for the most current ranking combined. 
August and to come up with. So because Death and Taxes was big in August and September, it brought it down and did it in the top five. But I think that seeing it now, I think by October you'll see the top fives. I don't like this list because Sneak and Show is ranked 39th behind Goblins. Freaking Goblins. <laughs> hey, they can, they can play... They uh, barely beat out Land still. Yeah, but go- <laughs> Goblins can play turn one... Turn one well, uh, uh, keep it, keep, and keep in mind, Death in Texas was first, Jerry. Yeah, no, I know. So I'm, the, I, top, that, the top five I, I have here... I don't, I don't see ten fins on this list at all. <laughs> the, the, the top five they have on here was uh, Miracles, Eldrazi, Death in Texas, and uh, Charlottesville. Yeah. Not not a good meta for no. Looks Although like a... I would think like Sneecho probably smashes on Eldrazi. Yeah, if it wasn't for fucking death and taxes, this yeah. meta would be amazing for Sneak and Show. Now, how's your match? Like you do pretty well. Yeah, especially my build because I like two Jace, where most Sneak and Show decks only like one. Plus, I'm also running the Nahiri, so just having access to more Planeswalkers. Uh, is really good against Miracles. You, you'll see a lot of mid-range decks uh, side in Planeswalkers, mm-hmm. because Miracles doesn't really have a way to answer uh, the Planeswalkers without attacking it with, like, a Vendillion Click uh, or the one of Council's Judgment. You know, their eight removal slots of, you know, Terminus and Swords to Plowshares can't hit a Planeswalker. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know, most Planeswalkers are expensive enough that they get over Counterbalance. Uh, so I, I have a pretty favorable matchup against uh, Miracles. Uh, I think the like stock sneak and show lists are probably still favored, uh, just not as favored. So it's something to think about the top five decks. Obviously, like in paper, it's very. Um, but I expect- Maybe I can run sneak and show and just dedicate all fifteen sideboard slots to to death and taxes. Yeah, that's a bad <laughs> idea. I'm I'm gonna advise against that, Jerry. I, like three blood moon, three uh, what is like sulfur elemental. Uh, so you're trying to do a burn deck? Layla, <laughs> <laughs> have you have you tried playing Inferno Titan, Jerry? Yeah, but I feel if I was going that direction, I would just go to the mono red sneak attack list. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, have you it, have you have you played that at all? Just to fuck around with it? No, I I would. Strangely enough, the reason why I haven't put that list together is because I don't have like the random creatures. Like, like uh, what's like? I thought Co- you were gonna say St- Sandstone Needle was holding you back. <laughs> yeah, man, Sandstone Needle. I actually don't have Sandstone Needle, so of I of course wouldn't... you don't. <laughs> they're, they're ten cents. They go in one deck. <laughs> but it's, but it's kind like. Of- Kondo, the what like the the berserk guy who like doubles your attack step. Oh, so, oh yeah, yeah, the legend guy there. Yeah. The, is it Kondo the Bandit Lord? Is that right? Yeah, I think that's his name, the Bandit Lord. I we're not looking anything up this episode. I hope uh, <laughs> that's just, we're this, just fucking what, stabbing what? at the air. Yeah, just flailing around. <laughs> Aaron is gonna have a field day with this episode. Oh, I love it. Episode notes are going to be like eight pages long. <laughs> I'm just going to cut it down to five minutes of us saying, "Hey, what's going on? All right, see you later. Have a good day. Aaron. It's probably time to get a job. <laughs> Intro, outro. Jeez. Uh, alrighty then. So, so what else is world? How much, man? Just uh, trying not to be sick. Getting, you like, getting I, Halloween costumes ready for the boys? Oh yeah. So, um, so. Uh, Liam wanted to be Captain America. And so okay. yeah, that's fine. Um, we put Luke in. Uh, put Luke in as Iron Man. Uh, I'm gonna be a lot of fun. Oh, nice. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just gonna wear purple sweatpants and a green sweatshirt. I'm super comfortable on Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna? Are you gonna at least like get a mask? <laughs> no, 
I mean, I might get a wig. I don't know. <laughs> At least get one of those, like, plastic masks with, like, an elastic drawstring that you put over the back of your head. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, I suppose You could pull a good Hulk. You could do it. Oh, you're talking about me. I wasn't even going to do that. Huh? Oh, I wasn't even going to do a makeup. That's, uh... Yeah, I mean, if you don't or love you're just your just going to walk around and tell everybody you're green? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I was going to wear a green, a green sweatshirt, you know? <laughs> oh, that's cute. Your dad with terrible fashion sense is taking you and what about you, Jerry? Uh, we are, I'm going as John motherfucking Hammond. We have a T-Rex. You're going where? <laughs> You're going where? I'm I'm going to some Halloween parties this year. Okay. Yes. Oh, I also bought a stuffed Tyrannosaurus Rex that I'm going to carry around. Ah. Yes. I'm actually just most excited about my straw fedora that I fi- I had an excuse to buy. <laughs> Fucking most the most fun. I'm trying to think if I even have a picture I can show you guys. The most fun I've ever had on Halloween. I still have the mask. I took a mask of like an old man's face and stuffed it with like shopping bags. Um, pinned it on my waist and put a sweater over my legs. Put jogging pants over my head. Cut holes. <laughs> put my boots on my hands and it looked like I was doing a handstand all night. I'd like make it look like I was falling on people and shit. They were freaking out. I'm walking downstairs. They're thinking I'm doing handstands walking down the stairs. It was awesome. It was a fucking <laughs> that is pretty head. Oh, looking like I'm falling into people. I'd watch them start freaking out, jumping. That shit was great. Speaking of that, of freaking people out at Halloween, I saw the greatest prank that I need to buy a drone for because of. So this person took a drone, like a remote control uh, flying drone, and on fishing wire tied a skeleton draped in like billowing cloaks oh, i saw that <laughs> and it's just like flying it around a neighborhood like can you imagine if you just saw that float by your window <laughs> it was like attached by fishing wire right yeah the, like, the print thing looked like a flying like monster ghost thing that's amazing huh. uh I, I saw a costume and it kind of made me want to get a dog just for the costume but it was uh it was a like making it into the Tauntaun Raider for Luke Skywalker. Like Luke Luke riding on the Tauntaun in the in uh Hoth. Oh, do you see the little kid dressed up as that? Yeah, that oh, too. So good. That is awesome. That's so good. Like why that's can't awesome. they make that my size? <laughs> I mean but that would probably be a terrible costume to bring to a party. Like you turn like five degrees <laughs> like knock the T V over. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty <laughs> shit. Shit what? Nah, I'm trying to do something. Oh, you're texting Story Jerry? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you trying to do? Nah, I'm just trying to change on Twitch. Nah, anyway. Hmm. Nah, it's just too bad I can't help. That's nah, okay. I'm a smart boy. Oh. All right. Is that it for tonight, guys? I don't know, man. There's not much to talk about. Before. No, we got shit to talk about. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. well, that was unfortunately your Monday. <laughs> Sorry. Uh... <laughs> you're going to have to join us Friday. <laughs> I hope I hope we get to see everyone down at uh down at fucking GP. We hope to see you down at fucking the GP man. It'll be fun. Yeah, we're gonna go to your uncle's hangar or the yeah oh, his, his restaurant. Yeah. Another <laughs> place is down. Is it down by there? What's that Nordic fucking thing we were talking about? Oh, the Nordic Lodge. Yeah. Is that it? Is that down that way? I thought so. All right, let's end this before this episode gets any worse. <laughs> All, right. All right, Jerry, if anyone wants to find you, where can you can hear get a hold of me on t- the Twitters, Jamie three R D 
that's an at sign before it. I don't know if you know how Twitter works. <laughs> I don't know if like if, if that's assumed or if it's Fuck okay Christ, to mention Jerry. that. Every, I don't know. Every <laughs> fucking. <laughs> it's tradition. <laughs> uh, what about you, Adrian? Can they find you, buddy? Well, there is no they. There's nobody that listens to this, and uh, if they wanted to find me, I'd be pretty fucking amazed. <laughs> How about you, Pat? <laughs> uh, you guys can find me at Pat Uglo on Twitter. You can find me uh, streaming on Twitch now, Pat Uglo. I will try to see on, and I'm also going to try to stream Friday night as well. I'll try to get a regular schedule. Stuff happened with that, but for now, certainly Wednesday nights, uh, 8.30 Eastern, be streaming Legacy League. Eldrazi or, I don't know, Del, maybe Grixis or Red Delver. Depends Let on what me, I want to play. Yeah, put, put up a, you know, tag me or something in a post when you're going to start streaming that. Okay. Because I kind of like to uh, check it out. Yeah, that'd be cool. Keep you company anyway. And um, actually, if anybody does want to find me, so I posted up a bunch of stuff. We're, we're continuing to do the auction for the 25% to MTG cast, 75% to the Wounded Warrior project. And I think when I was just looking up the balance, it's like $115 still to donate. So we can get it up to another, you know, whatever it goes up to anyway. Try to see if we donated another $500. Um, but I just posted up a bunch of auctions a bunch of playmats to auction off. So you can actually find me in the Facebook group and you'll see that post and you can send me a message. If you want to place a blind auction bid, you just send me a direct message and uh, yeah, hopefully you see how it goes. So that's, that's actually how you can find me. You can find, you can also find me at Mathematrixter on Twitter. Uh, I just don't know how I'm checking that lately. I think the only thing I actually have Twitter on is my computer. And I started noticing now that like, now that I put this fucking chair in, I just sit my computer more. I started realizing that since I flashed my phone out, I actually lost a lot of information on a lot of accounts that I can only access on my computer. So now I'm sitting on my computer more. I, I actually found, like, messages that I hadn't fucking gotten, like, a year old. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so Adrian, my... I'm in jail. I need you to bail me out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jerry, are you still in jail? Shit. I'm still in jail. The warden's real nice about letting me use the uh, internet connection to cast. Okay, but you're probably married by now, right? So you don't, uh, want to, you don't want to break up. I don't want to break. I don't want to be a homewrecker. <laughs> this is wrong on so many levels. I don't even have a response. <laughs> uh, can I roll this die already? Oh, please don't. <laughs> you ready? We don't sure, want Jerry, go ahead. Roll the die, buddy. <laughs> you don't care. No one cares. Where's the list? It's the only Jer- one that loves me. Jer- Jer- <laughs> Jerry, have you been noticing that I'm changing the song at the end, even when you roll the die? Yeah, I've been listening, and you have not been changing the song. Oh, look at that, Pat. Congratulations. You finally got Jerry to listen to the cast. <laughs> I've been listening to the cast for a long time. Yeah. Actually, last week, I had never heard of the song that was picked, and I listened to it, and it was actually a great song. It actually was, song was pretty, that? pretty funny. What song was that? Uh, it was something, something, um, some Spanish. It's like Spanish Rox- Roxana. Have you guys ever heard? Have you guys ever heard of Buzz Lerman? Yes. I fucking played that for my son the other day, and he just sat there listening to it. And afterwards, he's like, "I really liked it." Oh, uh, you know what? Cool. I would, I would, I would be okay with uh, if you roll a two or a three. Why? Or... Is that, are you guys still doing like that's one or two years ago or three? No, years no, we're ago? doing. Uh, so what we did was we did a um, Brandon <laughs> created a post on Facebook page. Yes, this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon did, did a post on the Facebook page. Yeah, that's um, right. It's letting listeners uh, suggest songs and just roll a die. And just count from the. 
All right, Jerry, you gotta you gotta do something for Grapple Grapple Day, man. Get fucking all out of love from Air Supply. He's on there. just fucking with us on that. I I don't believe that's a real that's not a real suggestion. Nah, put he, it up put it up there because now you said... take people serious. Oh shit! I guess they actually do listen. <laughs> yeah, I played Beyonce. That should. Hey, man, I'm really hoping uh, Ian Ian Seafelt uh, wins Awadama Fever by Baby Metal. Oh, <laughs> that's not... what I'm hoping for. Oh my god, it's a fucking. Oh, that's such a, a idea. that's such a troll choice, and I love it. <laughs> I wouldn't mind Chandelier by Sia. That's a pretty... <laughs> I had, we ready? We yeah. ready? Do it. We got fourteen. Oh, God damn it! Are you crossing them off the list as you roll them? Yeah, Pat? I delete. I delete them. Okay. All right. Now we're waiting for Pat to count to fourteen. Eleven. <laughs> Seven. 14. Eight. So six. it's actually the fourteenth thing is uh uh <laughs> is is uh. Fucking Celso saying, Jerry Me, the 137th best host of the podcast, wants to be tagged. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> so I'll delete you that. those ones. <laughs> so uh, it looks like it's going to be Robert Polio, Phil Collins, Susudio. <laughs> well, Phil Collins up in here? I yeah, can get by. <laughs> uh, I don't like you, Robert. <laughs> Based Phil on this Collins alone. Is- Man, don't you diss Phil Collins. Dude, he's, like, some of his lyrics are, like, his music is fantastic, but his lyrics are shit. <laughs> what? Like, Shot the Monkey is, like, such a ba- like, bad song. It's like Spill the Wine. If you ever heard either of those songs, you know how nonsensical the lyrics are. It's just like a five-year-old scrawling, like, if you, nonsense. If, now that you mention it, Shot the Monkey and Spill the Wine, it, it has, like, a certain cadence to it. Yeah, it's so stupid. <laughs> it's dumb. Sounds so, perverted. I mean, in the air tonight is just a classic. Like, yes. Comes on, okay, all right. That's, that's when that comes on, it's one of those songs that you drop what you're doing and you silently yes. fist, fist pump. <laughs> yes. That's it, there's, there's a good Tupac mix with that instead. Good. Silence. <laughs> Let's Mark. get sweet. I said, I, I, let me see. Uh, do you guys know who Tupac is? Just ask that. Yes, I know. Okay. Oh. All right. I didn't know if you were born in 95 or what. Jesus. <laughs> what year were you born? I was in 89, baby. Okay, so you were two. No, you would have been fucking 12. What about you, Pat? What year were you born? In what, what year? What, what were we talking about? What year were you born? 1985. <laughs> 85? Yeah. Okay, so you were 16. Jerry was 12. All right. Mm. Mm. We talk, what are we talking about? I'm just doing calculations back from 2001. I was... uh 16. I wasn't graduating Jerry high school. Was 12. Yet. Nope, you weren't. You were 16. <laughs> All right. Unless you had graduated high school by 16. I mean, that's possible. Hey, hey, Jerry. I quit high school by 16. Hey, Jerry. Yeah. You can play something. Oh, nice. Yeah, you got me. You got me good. (laughs) 